Hey there, Kathy Norman Peterson. Hi, Ed Gilbreth. Welcome. You know what we're doing here, right? We're podcasting. We're podcasting. We are actually podcasting. So this, if if it's recording like we think it is, this will be the first episode of the Covcast, brought to you by the editors of the Covenant Companion magazine. The first podcast. How exciting is that? We're super cutting edge. This is great. Yes, it's been a, it's been a long time in the making, but this is just one more way that we uh, are excited about being able to connect to and connect with the ECC community. And this is an opportunity that we have to be able to tell more people about all the great stuff happening uh, in the covenant and to bring the covenant together in a way that a lot of folks are, are uh, um, using these days. You know, I myself am a podcast listener. I have a pretty long commute in the morning, as you know, and I listen to a variety of different podcasts. Do you do you listen to any podcasts, Kathy? I, I do. I don't listen to them on my commute since I'm not driving, but um, or training. But I do like I like this genre. And I also think it's cool because as a magazine, we tend to be a little bit two dimensional. And so this is another chance to engage our audience in our community. That's great. So I, I think I failed to introduce um, you and me as we just came in and just assume people knew that uh, I'm Ed Gilbreth. I'm uh, the Executive Director of Communications for the Covenant. And uh, who are you? I'm Kathy Norman Peterson. I'm Director of Editorial Content in the for the denomination and Managing Editor of the Covenant Companion. That's right. Uh, and this podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Companion, and uh, it is the CovCast. First episode. I'm so excited. So <laughs> once again, the the vision statement for what we're trying to do in the, the Covenant Communications vision statement is to have a in, more informed, connected, and growing Covenant community. And part of that is by creating, you know, great publications like the Covenant Companion and videos and stuff on the web. You know, there was a great app that we just had at the Chick Conference. Um, but part of our mission as uh, Covenant Communications is to come alongside each of the five mission priorities of the ECC, which are start and strengthen churches, make and deepen disciples, develop leaders, love mercy and do justice, and serve globally. And this, again, is just one more way that we're hoping that we can help advance that mission and uh, bring the covenant together. One of the things that we want to do in this this podcast that we hope, you know, comes out at least every other week. I don't know what the frequency is going to be. It depends on how available everybody is. But um, we want to ask a simple question. Why do we love the cuff? Of course, we, we, we love God and Jesus first and foremost. I get that. But in, in this age right now, this very partisan, divided time, many people consider this sort of a post-denominational era, right? In this time, why do we continue to be a part of the Evangelical Covenant Church? And um, we want to share stories and introduce you to people who will shed light on that question. Why do we love the Cov? Why are we here? Maybe we can begin in this, this first episode by uh, asking you that question, Kathy. Um, why do you love the cuff? Um, it, it's interesting when you frame it like this, like when you talk about it being post-denominational, I think, well, 
I believe in denomination. I believe in a denomination at its best. So it's funny because when we ask that question, we don't always talk about why a denomination. But so I have two parts of that answer. One, I grew up in an independent Baptist church. It was a church Billy Graham started. And I um, found the covenant when I went, actually when I started dating my husband, but the first, my first encounter was I, one of my college professors was a covenanter and he at Wheaton college suggested that maybe infants could be baptized and our minds were blown. We were like, Oh my (laughs) gosh, how can God be at work like that? So that started opening me up to a whole part of faith and theology that I had never been exposed to before. But then I think when Kurt and I started dating, we found an openness and flexibility and elasticity in the covenant that was welcoming and lovely and it felt like home. And um, I think then we stayed, (laughs) then we stayed. But um, I think the denominational piece of it feels so important when you see how individualistic sometimes evangelical churches can be and that there's not accountability and you have to kind of go it alone or you follow a personality. And Mm -hmm. I think the denomination is, can be beautiful at its best when there's, we have deeper resources, a wider community and more of a connection than a bunch of churches that are separate. Excellent. Well, thank you. Yeah. And and now you're the editor of the ECC's flagship magazine, The Covenant um, Companion. Ed, I want to ask you, why do you love The Cove? Oh, why do I love The Cove? Okay. So you, you know my story. Some people know my story of, uh, you know, I'm uh, five years uh, old as a covenanter. And uh, I uh, came in through the sort of employment uh, door uh, as the director of communications. So I was not a member of the covenant before that. But um, one of the great blessings of my life has been that um, I was required to to find a covenant church as part of my job. And now uh, the covenant has become a, a huge part of my life and my family's life. And my daughter, in fact, is a, a beginning at North Park University this fall. And maybe by the time you hear this, Yay. she'll already be there. So Yay. I'm all in now, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm all in. But, you know, the covenant for me, I had always, uh, in, in my journey as a person working in the evangelical world, um, as a, an editor for Christianity Today, I had lots of encounters with covenant folks and attended conferences and interviewed folks, wrote articles about people, and just had all types of uh, interactions with covenanters and always, from a distance, uh, had sort of a crush on the covenant. And um, really, uh, to me, it was like, this is a wild and crazy thing here. I mean, here's a a, a, a denomination that is is very biblical and, and centered on Christ, yet very much engaged with with culture and asking tough questions and and uh, justice issues. And I saw a diversity that I hadn't seen in you know a lot of other more conservative evangelical denominations. And so to me, it was like, wow, this is all the stuff that uh, you know I, I'm drawn to right here in one denomination. So when the opportunity came to uh, work for the covenant, you know, I really jumped at it and am very thankful to God for that. Now I'm learning more about it. Uh, you know, for a while, it was sort of that, that justice window that I saw it through. But now that I'm inside, I see how much more there is. There's all types of activity going on. And of course, the covenant has its issues like uh, any other organization. But, um, but I'm very uh, excited about what God is doing in this community. Cool.
that answers your question. It does. Tell me about the companion. Tell me about the Covenant Companion. You're the the editor of this thing now. And, you know, in each of these episodes uh, for the podcast, we want to highlight some of the great articles and features from the magazine and hopefully get a few more people to subscribe as a result. But maybe this is a good, you know, this first episode is a good way to tell some folks uh, who aren't familiar with the Companion about what it's about. What's the quick history of this magazine? So I had to do a little bit of digging for this question because I've never, there's there's fluid history of everything, right? Like nothing is super cut and dried and there's always story attached to it. And in the Covenant, we're great at stories. So I know lots of stories about the history, but I had to actually look up what ha- how, when did we start? So 1923, we were a youth journal and we had Sunday school materials. And then 10 years later, when the when we were on the brink of the depression, the, there was a Swedish language weekly going on. We were weekly at the time, uh, being published at the same time. And then they merged because we couldn't sustain both. And then in 1950, so then they were both Swedish and English for 20 years or so. And then in 1955, they finally dropped the Swedish and it just went to English. So we've been around a long time and uh, it's had various incarnations of it was weekly and then it was monthly for many years. And then we went to 10 issues a year and now we're at six a year, but they're longer than they used to be. And um, that's that's like just some nuts and bolts history, but I've but been how, around for 10 years here. So what is it now though? How would you describe this magazine now? Now we're, now we're, we come out six times a year and we tell covenant stories. Um, we report on, like we tell some informational things about ministries and and ways lives are being changed by covenant ministries throughout throughout the world and we also have we also hear from covenant voices whether they be personal stories of where god is working in their life or church or ministry sometimes we have thought pieces or biblical reflections um it's kind of all covenant stories all the time cool very good a great uh you're doing a great job as the editor of this thing and i just want folks to know that if they're interested in subscribing to the companion if you don't already covenantcompanion.com and it's real easy uh up in the corner there to click and get all the info for to subscribe but our hope is that the companion could be a way to connect the community here and um sometimes it's a challenge to bring all the different voices and different stories together Putting a magazine together is hard anyway, but when you're doing it for a community as diverse and wide-ranging as the Covenant, sometimes it gets really tricky. Some folks want us to go more in this direction, and other folks want us to go more in that direction. And as much as we try to represent the whole church, sometimes everyone ends up mad at us. But that challenge is part of the fun and the privilege we have of telling the stories of a community that's just so darn complicated. Sometimes I think it would just be easier to pick one side and go all in (laughs) one way or the other. But, you know, that's not that's not my heart. I know that's not your heart. And that's not what the magazine is for, although it maybe would sell more magazines or get more ratings. I don't know. (laughs) But but because we try to be. I think it's a beautiful challenge to try to be the church for the whole church. And it is hard. We we kind of debate stuff all the time, every issue. Like, are we getting enough voices from this constituency? But um, I think, yeah, it would be easy and, and maybe sensational to kind of just lean in more, real hard to one extreme. But I, I think the church is bigger than that. Yeah. I, I confess uh 
that I see part of my personal mission as being a, a bridge builder. I want to see people come together. I want to bring the church together. That's what I see as being a key role of the companion and hopefully of this podcast. But man, folks aren't into bridges much these days. It's a lot harder. <laughs> you hear it from both sides. So anyway, the hope in every uh, episode of the, the podcast is to point people to some of the, the best stuff that's uh, in the most recent issue of the companion. And uh, for this inaugural uh, episode of the, the uh, podcast, I want us to hear some of our editors' favorite features from the, the magazine this year. Are, are you ready for this, Kathy? What are some of the recent articles that you especially want people to uh, know about and experience? Okay, I have um, just from the recent, is like from this year, recent issues, I have probably two favorites that I would want to start with. One is our May-June cover story, which is called, uh, the cover says, Do You See Me? And we're talking, we're hearing voices from people throughout the covenant on all kinds of constituencies um, about just telling their stories. Like, who are we? And how do I... What can I share from my little corner? And I think that's where we were doing something that we do best, which is share stories and help people glimpse into other aspects of the covenant that maybe they don't sit next to in church every week. Right. So that was one of my favorites. Then I also think our January, February issue, we shared a lot of refugee stories from around oh, yeah. the covenant. And our team worked really hard to get a lot of stories and I think it really shows like we we got to get a bunch of different perspectives um on the cover is Tolly Johnson who's um a an refugee herself and working in a church uh with in a covenant church with refugees and she was at Chick and my son who was at Chick said that was one of the most meaningful things is to meet her and hear her say we yeah. just love people until they ask why and he's been walking around saying that since wow you know um Chick what happened a month ago yeah that's awesome that's awesome and um uh any others that stand out to you those are the top ones. I mean, I could t start telling you why every story in the magazine is awesome. <laughs> of course, it's your job. It's your job to love everything that we publish. <laughs> I agree. Those are those are uh, ones. And, and the most recent issue, which should be out as people are hearing this, is covering uh, some of the things that happened at Chick and some of the, uh, the incredible students that we met down there. And it was just amazing to see how God is working in the lives of of uh, young people there. And um, I'm just confident the future is uh, looking looking bright with uh, these young women and men who are part of the, the covenant community who are coming up. Also, I, I, I agree with you. I have to echo your uh, uh, recommendation of the, uh, was it the May-June issue mm -hmm. of Do You See Me? That was just mm -hmm. uh, one of the most, uh, just the experience of pulling that together and he hearing all those stories of uh, different perspectives and, and um Sometimes we don't know what uh, what the folks sitting next to us uh, are going through or where they've come from and the kinds of uh, journeys that they've been on. I think it's important for us to, to hear each other's stories. And we hope to do that in every issue, but that one in particular, um, we dug into some of the hard uh, topics that sometimes we, we tend to label people uh, rather mm -hmm. than see them as brothers and sisters. So yeah. that was great. 
So another thing that we want to do, and this this is just uh, just sort of our introduction ish uh, episode of of the uh, the Covcast. So um, you know, it's more like housekeeping, letting you know what's what's up uh, and what we hope to do with this thing. But at the close of each issue. The plan is to hear from different people all around the covenant, to hear their response uh, to the question we talked about earlier. Why do you love the cov? And that is, why, why are you a part of this community? We thought a good way to kick off this segment in our first episode was to ask some of the members of the Covenant Communications team that question. These are the, the women and men that I have the privilege of working with and uh, who are making the magic happen every day uh, in the magazine, on the website, in videos, promotional brochures, you name it. So uh, let's hear a little bit about why they love the Cove, and we'll take a moment to, to listen to them right now. I'm Jane Swanson Nystrom, and I am Managing Editor of Publications. And I love the Covenant um, because it is my family. It is the church that taught me how to do church. Um, it loved me. It taught me. It modeled for me how to think of myself as a Christian, how to love neighbors, um, how to love God. And I love my family. Um, because it is family, it's not always easy. And I see within the Covenant Church um, the kind of struggles that you have within a family. Uh, but that is, I think, its strength as well, that for me, the Covenant is a place where we take down walls and we build doors. My name is Kevin Michael. I'm the digital media specialist here at the Evangelical Covenant Church. And I love the Cove because uh, since starting working here three years ago, I've been able to have a behind the scenes look at the work we do here. And it's really um, inspired me in a lot of ways. And I think of uh, a metaphor that Gary used when he compared the covenant to a, a terrier that fought above its weight class and uh, you th it just made me think of how you know people here are willing to do whatever it takes to to uh, work for the, the message of the gospel. Hi my name is Linda Sladke and I am an assistant editor on the Covenant Companion and I love the Cove. Uh, without a doubt, one of the biggest reasons is because of the people. The life-giving connections, long-lasting relationships that I've had. Um, I'm a fourth-generation covenanter, grew up in the Detroit Covenant Church, and attended the Portage Lake Bible Camp, where I just saw it really modeled, that faith, community, and now as an adult, when I look at how the covenant is growing more and more diverse, I see how we are still really interconnected. I'm Stan Friedman. I'm the managing editor of News. Um, this is my 30th year in the Covenant, actually. But when I came to the Covenant, I wasn't really sure whether I'd be accepted, but it came to be the place where actually I felt the call to ministry. It's been wonderful to be able to meet and become friends with people who have very different backgrounds and experiences, look different than me, 
think different than me. And that has been one of the great blessings of my life. It's challenged me, grown me, and blessed me. And I just keep looking forward to more years in the covenant because the past 30 have just been great. My name is Christy Child, and I'm a senior designer on the Covenant Communications team and the art director for the Covenant Companion. I love the Covenant because it's family. I've shared life with these followers of Jesus, big celebrations that make memories and just plain everyday moments. They've been there for me through some really bad times that I couldn't imagine going alone. They've encouraged me to grow in my faith, and they've understood when I struggle. And yes, it's messy because it's family. All right, man, that is, um, it's, it's cool to hear um, those types of stories and to know um, that everyone is on uh, a different journey, but that God has brought everyone here into this community for, for a reason and to, to know that, that he's working in powerful ways. So we look forward to, to hearing more of uh, those stories from around the covenant uh, in future episodes, why we love the Cove. But I think we're coming to the end of uh, the the first podcast, and you, you did it, Kathy. You made it through. Thank you very much for <laughs> for being on board for this one. Um, Super fun. Cool. Uh, and we want to thank the listeners out there. We are very grateful that you took the time to uh, to listen in, to download, to uh, be a part of this uh, this experiment that we're doing here uh, to help uh, connect the covenant and um, to hopefully um, advance the mission of the ECC and help more people learn about God and, and what he's doing in our lives and our world. We'll be back in your feed, hopefully, in the next week or two or however long it takes us to pull these things together. And some of the stuff that we have coming up, give a little sneak preview. Is that okay? Sounds good. Well, okay. Over the next few episodes, we'll hear from covenant pastors like Ephraim Smith, leaders from covenant offices like Tim Saccone and Michelle Sanchez, and a slew of covenant authors with books on everything from authentic discipleship to finding your voice. So it's going to be a great time and a great lineup, and you're not going to want to miss that. And uh, most of all, we're praying that um, we'll be able to bring you uh, interviews and content that uh, will bless uh, you and that all the conversations we have here will point folks to Jesus and the hope of his gospel. So uh, tune in and uh, be ready for for some good conversation and, and uh, ideas around those topics. And we want you to please be sure to tell your friends about this new podcast. You know, review us uh, online at the Apple Podcasts or wherever you, you uh, get your podcasts and uh, share this share this episode and share future episodes so people can know about what's going on and uh, we can fulfill that, that vision of connecting the covenant. And while you're online, you can also, uh, once again, go on over to covenantcompanion.com and subscribe to the magazine or send a subscription to a friend. Uh, you know, help us get the word out uh, about uh, uh, what God is doing through the, um, through the church and all the great stories that we can tell to help uh, um, further that goal. Special thanks to my partner here, Kathy Norman-Peterson. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks, Ed. You'll be back soon, right? You'll be back with me? I'll be back. Yep. All right. Yes, cool. And uh, thanks to the rest of the Covenant Communications team and to our podcast producer, uh, Eric Staswick, for his great work. Uh, And we'll be back soon with the second episode of Covenant Companions Covcast. We hope to see you then. 
uh, and God bless. Thanks, Ed.